The Boogie Monster with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone. Cloaked in secrecy, they show up without warning. State their business, then vanish as quickly as they appear. Are you ready for the sex girls? Not that I believe in it, but mm-hmm. I could see that. But I, these guys are dumb freaking nerds. The Boogie Monster. Podcasting the unknown. Lines are open. You can light it up if you want to. West of the Rockies. I'm an open book, really. You can just Rock of the Westies. Ask me anything you want, you know. I mean, I ain't here to lie Ooh, to you. Li- no, I started it. Oh, oh, you've already started This is what it. people are paying money oh, for. Oh, right. <clears throat> All right. Oh, 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 oh shit. Yeah, we're, we're at work. We're at work. Straighten up and fly right, boy. Oh, God damn it! Hey, everybody. Oh, this hey. is the special. Hey. Make you regret. Y'all, y'all ever drink bourbon? It's because uh, we have. It's what's the quote about separating a fool with their from their money? Man, I don't know. Well, this is it. We've know. separated you from your money, about and that. look what you get. Yeah, look what you get. There it is. Get some of that, dude. The Boogie Monster November Q and A Patreon Special Edition. Hell yeah, dude. Cram it in your craw. Yeah, seriously, thank you. Thank y'all. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> much appreciate. Thank so you. So much appreciate. Y'all come back and see us. Dude, my hair's getting so long. That's not a question anybody asked. I got a fucking mullet, Nobody dude. asked, how's your hair, Dave? I'm, I got a goddamn I, mullet. I see what you're doing there. You see it? It's fucking, fucking long. I had to change it up, man, because the fucking neo-Nazis took my hairdo. You're asking a bald guy who shaves his head, or you're telling one that mm-hmm. the neo-Nazis took your hairdo? That's true. I'm sorry. I didn't know who I was talking to what there. What the fuck, man? <laughs> if I, I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> if I was a listener, I wouldn't pay $4 a month. I'd fucking take my money. But no, seriously, I used to wear it like real tight on the sides and back and kind of long on top. No, you mean a sensible haircut. You know, but then... High and tight. The fucking... What's the the fuck face, Richard? Richard Spencer. Yeah, all those fucking idiots. Dick Spencer, which sounds like a dispenser of dicks. (laughs) They fucking commandeered my fucking do. So now I'm just going total white trash with it. I got a... Not only do I have a mullet, I got a fucking rat tail. Now Dave's going white trash mm-hmm. with something. Yeah, finally. Months of uh, shitting in a box, wasn't it? But it's the uh, haircut that's really pushing you over the edge <laughs> into white trash. <laughs> it's not you secretly drinking out of garden hoses from unsuspecting homeowners. It's that your hair got a little longer in the back than it did in the front. <laughs> Priorities are fucked up, Dave. Oh god! <laughs> I don't. I don't like being saying these. I things. like it. I'm fine with it, buddy. But I you're feel so bad, good at it. But you're I, so good at you it. You don't like being. It's, you know what, man? I'm <laughs> like those guys that are good at killing, but don't like killing, Dave. I'm just like those guys. I don't mind. I'm just like those guys. Coming from you, buddy. God damn it! Not my hands again. <laughs> oh. All that boy wanted was Halloween candy, and I turned his head around 720 degrees. <laughs> oh, God. What kind of bourbon are we drinking? Uh, angels. Something about angels. It's good, dude. It's fanciful. Goes down smooth. It doesn't look like a, it look like a bourbon bottle. It looks mm. like a fancy bottle. It does. Angels Flight. 
Angel's wings. Mm. Angel's arms of an angel. You know, it's a Sarah McLaughlin song mm-hmm. bourbon that you deserve <laughs> that we covered the other week. Uh, Q&A episode. Let's get to their cues and let's say them. You want to get into it? Just yeah, they, just don't, they don't need our shit. They get this from the free stuff. This is what they paid for. So no, no fluffing up front? You don't want me to tell you about how I almost mm-hmm. cried last night? You want me to save that? No, tell me how you cried. Well, remember, I think it was the last Q&A. Somebody asked us, when's the last time you cried? And I wasn't trying to be macho tough guy, but I just I don't cry very often. You're not a crying Cause I'm, guy. Because I'm, I'm dead inside. I don't you got care. a wall. you got an internal wall mm-hmm. between you and your emotions. Last night, I didn't cry. I wasn't full on cry, but I definitely teared up. Okay. And it caught me off guard. All right. I saw a movie last night. It's called uh, Patty Cakes. You know about Patty Cakes? It's like a kind of a, probably a critical darling indie film. I know, the name seems familiar, but uh, I can't. Premise basically: heavy set white gal wants uh-huh. to be a rapper. Oh, I did hear about this. Yeah, and uh, solid movie, kind of the female version of Eight Mile. Yeah, uh, just you know, kind of. I think she's is set right. in New Jersey, right. and she's down on her luck, kind of single. You know, she she's not a single mom, but she dad's out of the picture. Mom's kind of shitty. Mom played by Bridget Everett, who is fucking hilarious. You know, Bridget, I just watched I, w- I just watched her pilot, Love You More. I watched that too. I watched Love You More last night. Thought it was fucking awesome. The short guy. You think that was a prosthetic or his real dick? Oh, his big shiny greasy dick. Jesus Christ, he was like. Four foot ten had a prosthetic. I was okay. like, he had a kickstand on it. Yeah, I, I hope it's a prosthetic. Maybe you feel better. No, anyway, she's so there. funny. Br- Bridget, Bridget Everett's so funny. Um, anyway, she plays the mom. Uh, I don't know the actress's name who played the lead. Uh, solid movie, very eight mile. Even the song she sang in her in the big finale was very much like I don't know anything about hip. There's a lot of derivative shit out there, but it was the same rhythm and everything. It's like one of those Eminem songs. Anyway, there's the final scene. Uh, you know, she wants to be a rapper. Mom thinks she's stupid. Why well, you're wasting your time? Blah blah blah. She finally gets a shot at some showcase. She fucking crushes it. And then it, towards the end, she hand, my mom finally shows up to watch her. Uh-huh. Bridget shows up. Didn't had no interest. You're stupid. Why are you trying to be a rapper? Mom, Bridget being comedic or just being like hardcore mean actress? Being kind of hardcore, kind of a straight straight role. She's good at it too. too. <clears throat> mom shows up during the final song. Daughter's crushing it. She mom makes her way to the front of the stage. Mom wanted to be a singer in her younger days. Okay, didn't have the fortitude to see it through. Towards the end of the song, mom's at the front of the stage. Daughter sticks the mic out. Mom crushes this this verse, yeah. beautiful voice, and not only does she crush it, but it's also the 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 meaning, the symbolism of like, oh, she's finally approving and supporting and blah blah. blah. And I just I teared up, dude. I just like fuck yeah. Did you? Uh, I'm sneezing. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. Did you allow it, or did you like stop it? Like when it was coming up in your body? I, like did you? I quelled it. Man, I stopped. It. Were you watching by yourself? No. It's with, with, with my lady. Okay. All right. I had that. And, well, not that um, I get it. Like mm. when you want to be like, oh, can't fucking. But it just caught me off, right now. Caught me off guard. Like just my, my, yeah. But when you're not by when you're when you're by yourself. Oh, I love. I like that's a big thing. Like, like when 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 it's happening, and I'm about like, why? What's the what's the use in preventing it? Mm-hmm. So I just let it happen. Really? Oh yeah. That Linda Ronstadt song in the grocery store. 
Man, whatever happens, whatever you need it to be. Mm-hmm. Uh. <laughs> whatever it needs to be. But yeah, solid movie. Okay, I'm going to watch that movie. Solid movie. And also see Love You More. It's on, uh, I think, Am- it's, uh, the, the, the premiere is on Amazon. Or the the yes. pilot. Yeah. And it's just the pilot. They're Only showing- one episode. Go in there. If you got to rank it or do whatever, do it. Because fucking Bridget ever. I enjoyed the it. shit out of it. And they uh, they used, um, I love it when, when this happens, but uh, they used a lot of uh, mentally challenged people. Yeah. She worked. She's a uh, caretaker or mm-hmm. I don't know what the term is, like house mother or something at a, a home for a lot of people with mental disabilities. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and they're all actors. Uh, in it, and they were good. But yeah, and they're fucking. Cr- it, it, it just just watch it before yeah. we say something that's going to make us more assholes than yeah. we really are. So anyway, yeah, yeah, almost cried, but no way, dude. Q and A. Let's give these paying customers what they want. Cool. I always like to start off with the first person to respond. All right. When we throw it up on the uh, Patreon page that we're doing this. What is it? First person to respond with a question this month, Ashley Sands. And I think I'm going to go out on a limb and say that that is the same person as Ash Sands, who is Probably. the – uh, Yes, caramel cheesecake, which I didn't eat any of. Cheesecake lady. Oh, my God. She sent a homemade uh, bourbon and caramel – I think bourbon was it bourbon and caramel, bourbon caramel. Just I don't know. Whatever. It was it. fucking good. Thank you, Ashley. <clears throat> uh, she asked, "Would you consider the case of Eliza? Is it Lamb? 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 Elisa That's Lamb? The woman who disappeared downtown L.A. Yeah, at the uh, Cecil Hotel. No, I like, thought that was proven that she was kind of uh, she was on meds. She was not a well person. I don't know if it, anything was proven. Was it? I thought she was on meds. Well, she might have been on meds, but how the fuck did she get into the water tank? By not taking her meds. That takes two or three people to lift up. No, there's not a ladder up there? I thought there was a ladder up there. No, there's a ladder up there, but the the lid to the tank, it's this huge industrial water tank. And they were saying that, like, when <coughs> they go in and, and make repairs and stuff with that, it takes two or three men to, to lift up the lid to get in there, to well, access I'm it. I'm going to say if you're downtown on Skid Row a bunch around a bunch of, like, this is not, uh, uh, you know, like some fancy hotel. Mm-hmm. This was the Cecil Hotel. Yeah, where a lot of crazy shit has happened. Yeah. Richard Ramirez lived there, the, the Night Stalker. Uh, a lot of people awesome committed suicides there. Per, permit, permit but yeah, they got, the, uh, they got the surveillance footage of her in the elevator acting all spazzy. But she was like on uh, like medical – wasn't she like a – Schizophrenic or something. She was on medicine. Well, yeah, and I'm and not she disputing that. Kind of bounced that. around up there. And, but know. how did she get in the water tank? Like she's got a big heavy lid. <sighs> I don't know. But well, yeah, to I'm answer your question, Snopes and seeing what they with their whole. Rack. Who I I don't know if that was supernatural <laughs> or not. It was definitely odd. I think it's weird that people drank the water from the water tank. Oh man, you know how they found her, right? Because they started tasting the water. Yeah. Like uh, residents of the hotel started complaining that the water tasted weird. Oh, could you imagine this water? Could like you imagine died in it. drinking tap like water? Like your sarcastic comment. This water tastes like somebody died in it. Like, don't drink the water. Somebody died. Like, oh my god, <laughs> I was right. <laughs> god, that's that's horrible. So yeah, I don't know. You you find an answer there. I don't think it's supernatural. I think you're at a kind of a degenerate hotel where stuff like that, like 
exits are open, this and that. Like, I mean, I did mushrooms a few weeks ago, and I was climbing all around these boulders, and I was out of my mind getting into bullshit. Hmm. Not to say that's an absolute parallel, but if being out of your mind, just, oh, someone's finally going to go through every doorway, open everything, crawl into shit. I can. I. I. I'm not. I. I can't go with mental illness. Foul play. <clears throat> Who knows mm-hmm. if uh, you know some transient or something happened and then they disposed of her body. That could be something else. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to say. It. I. I. I would say not. No to supernatural. Okay. In the Salam case. All right. Cool. Next question. What do you got? Um. Okay. Um, well, let's go to a food question. All right. Jason Megatron Burroughs. Who I've met twice. Really? Nice dude. All right. Yes. Old Megatron Burroughs. What up, Jason? Uh, what is a regional food you've tried that you were really surprised by, either good or bad? Okay. Good question. I like that because like, regional foods are like, if it was that great, why is it still regional? Uh-huh. Why wouldn't it trans? I mean, L.A., we live in a place where everybody's trying to force their regional food, your cheesesteaks, your hot dogs, all these kind of <clears throat> different elements, your breakfast tacos. There are all kinds of foods that they're putting on people. And people are like, yeah, that is good. I'm glad you're here. Mm-hmm. Thanks for your food truck. Your food truck was good. Now you get a brick and mortar place. Mm-hmm. But I'm trying to think of where I've been where I've been like, I don't want to eat that. <clears throat> and and uh, when I was in Seoul, South Korea, they were eating raw shrimp. And I just thought that was wrong. Well, the raw shrimp shows up on sushi sometimes, doesn't it? Not raw. Not raw? The the shrimp that we see in sushi is cooked? If it's white, it's hmm. cooked. Interesting. Raw shrimp is just clear. Really? Yeah. Okay. And I thought that was... Uh, but that wasn't like like American regional. Nothing's really that outlandish. I, I've got gator an maybe that. gator. I've eaten gator. I've eaten gator. Um, one thing that I that was regional that I had zero experience with prior to eating it was uh, some nice Cajun boudin. You know, boudin. You ever had any boudin? You want to that boudin? Get about that boudin. What is it? I still don't know. <laughs> it is. Uh, <laughs> To the best of my knowledge, it this is a. Isn't an answer. It is what a. Is it? I don't know. It is a ground up pork products mixed with rice sausage. It's kind of. It's very much like a sausage mixed with rice that's been put in a tube, and uh, then battered and deep fried, and it was fucking great. Shout out to Baloo's Cajun Cooking in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Single best meal I've ever had in my life. Really? Absolutely. I've thought a lot about it. Best meal I've ever had in my life. Baloo's Cajun cooking, Baton Rouge. I had the fried boudin. I had crawfish etouffee. I had mustard greens. Had red beans and rice with tasso ham. Best food. Holy best meal. shit. Best, best meal. meal. Blew my fucking mind. I do that's think. That's a big. That's a big. That's a vaulted. That's yeah. a vaulted compliment. Yeah, I've me. done the math and uh, I've had well over 10,000 meals in my life. This, I think this is. You mean is my math? You just multiplied one. your age by how much you eat in a day? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You call those all meals? Uh huh. Yeah. What about the time you found tacos? Mm-hmm. I mean, those were good, but the. Yeah, is that the, still a meal? Yeah, found tacos is a meal. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. I've eaten, I've eaten tacos that I've found. Big deal. So, so have I. I'm mean, well. It was Big a burrito. Deal. It was a half a burrito. But yeah, Boudin probably my answer to that question. What about you? Um, 
I thought Gator was better than I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. I ate some rabbit that some guy had in a Tupperware container in <laughs> Omaha. <laughs> I was just at the bar, and some guy was like eating out of his Tupperware. He brought it into a bar? Yeah, he's just snacking on it. He's like, this is some rabbit I shot. I'm like, oh. He's like, you want some? I'm like, well, I got to, yeah, I got to say yes. Huh. So I had rabbit. It was good rabbit. That's cool. Um, I didn't eat raw shrimp in South Korea. Uh, my sister brought back kangaroo jerky from Ooh. Australia once. Kangaroos are and weird. And that was, um, that was the, I think that was one of the worst things I've eaten. Was mm-hmm. kangaroo jerky like that's already an athletic animal, so it's mm-hmm. already gonna be rough meat. That's rough meat that you just preserved. Wow! But I mean, shout out to regional foods. I every time a place is like this is a good food for our, it's a good food. Like I've never had something where I'm like, what the fuck's wrong with you people? I've never had that. Yeah, you have. Have I? When you and Ron Babcock. Okay, but that wasn't somebody saying this is good. We stopped in Tuba City, Arizona, because we were going to eat. Like, we saw a place that served Navajo food. We're like, this is, this is literally the least we can do <laughs> as part of the white race who has stolen the country from these people uh-huh. is patronize the restaurant. And uh, so I got, I forget what Ron got, and I had. Uh, mutton, something with mutton, which I didn't know what mutton was. I'm like, oh, it's a meat, old ass it's, sheep. It's old, it's old sheep. Mm-hmm. You can get lamb. Where are all the things you can get with sheep? Lamb or mutton? You either get young or old. There's no middle aged sheep dish. Steak's got nothing on this mutton. <clears throat> yeah, and it was. Uh, we had two bites where we're like, this is a new flavor. Look at us being new. And like halfway through us eating, we're like, this is uh, this is awful food. Hmm. But nobody said this was, like, great. We yeah. just pulled off and had a thing. Hmm. But I don't know. I haven't, yeah, I, haven't, I haven't. Well, there you go, Jason. There you go. You're up. Brian Lee asks, Kyle and Dave, what's your top three favorite albums of all time? Also, Dave, Po'Boy or Hoagies? Well, given the opportunity, I'll go with the Po'Boy because that's – Speaking of regional food, you don't you don't just see po boys everywhere. I like a good fried oyster po boy. Mm. I like a good blackened catfish po boy. I never have the balls when roast beef is a choice. I always yeah. go. I always go turf instead of surf. Hmm. Yeah, I like uh, I like all that weird Cajun shit. So yeah, uh, I'll, I'll definitely go with a po boy. Uh, what's your top three albums of all time, Kyle? What of all albums of ever? I guess. Uh, I guess that's what he's asking. Just off the top of your head, didn't have I to be. couldn't. I couldn't name an album that I know all the songs of right now. Really? Could you do that? Oh yeah, I got a bunch. Where you know all the songs in order? Mm-hmm. I couldn't do that. I mean, in order, I don't know if I could just recite you the order, but yeah, I've got albums that I've listened. I've got albums that I've listened to front to back fifty times. I mean, if that's the case, I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna say Screeching Weasel, Wiggle. Tesla, great radio controversy, and you know what album was all over the place that I'm like it, it at the time they weren't big and it was like was a uh, forty ounce to freedom man really I mean, if you put that on and, and like I listened to it without 
knowing all the pretense mm-hmm. and who actually likes Sublime now uh-huh. and how creepy. Like, if that was just if you put me back in my buddy's fucking Monte Carlo. And we're freezing our asses off, just driving around smoking pot. And we're going to park somewhere and crank the heat and try and pretend we're in Long Beach in some parking lot or behind a warehouse. 40 ounce to freedom. Huh. You throw bad fish on. Oh. I'm going to give that another shot. I, You know what? You're not the first person who's... Take all the bullshit you know yeah. about Sublime out of it mm-hmm. and listen to a weird, sloppy party album with weird edits, and it's all sort of live, and here's a cover, and here's got different production value than that song, and it just sounded like... It wasn't like, oh, I'm listening to a song, and then a song, and then a song. I'm listening to a sloppy mishmash of these fucked up dipshit ska dudes... And this is what I need right now. Were any of their hits on that album? Uh, Date Rape was the only song that came off of that one, I hmm. think. <laughs> um, just off the top of my head, I would probably have to go with uh, No Particular Order. First Black Sabbath album. Fucking, yeah. fucking love that one. That that changed my life. Um, Drive-By Truckers, Southern Rock Opera. The, BBT, baby. The double album. Concept album, kind of about Leonard Skinner and the duality of the South, and Whiskey Town, uh, Strangers Almanac. I'd have to go with that. Uh, that's always been a favorite. That and maybe uh, I don't know. Throw in Primus Pork Soda. I don't know, but yeah. Uh, oh, just so many great albums. I just fucking music. Music like now that I'm a comic, like before I became a comic, I used to go see live bands. All the time, like I was so immersed in music. Coming, coming from, I used to be a radio DJ. I used to be a tour manager for some bands, and like music was absolutely my. But also, that's what we had. We had uh, we had our nights free. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I miss. I feel like I've I've kind of uh, strayed away from music as far as uh, as intense as I used to be connected to it. But uh, yeah, man, love sitting around, getting high, listening some some good tunes. What else we got here? Well, Go should ahead. We get, you want to get high right now? I mean, do you, you got you got you got some? Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. You want to see where this yeah. takes us? I mean, we're already drunk. Well, as shit. all right, let's get a question. Let's get you fucking prattling off about a thing, and I'll go pack a bowl. All right, another question. What do we got? Um, hmm. That was you. This is you. Oh, it's my turn. I, I just did that. Did you? I thought yeah. I had one. No, I. Well, we both answered that one. We answered it, but it was I picked the question. No, I picked the question. Did you? Yeah, come on. Oh, shit, it's on me? Focus, dum-dum. Okay, fucking... Okay, hold on. No, no, hold on. That's on me. All right, hold on. Just, uh, say, sing, a, sing a tune real quick, and I'll pick one. Well, I mean... Sing a tune? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I got 16 days. Oh, God. All right, those nights. I forgot how that goes, the whiskey time. I forgot. Well, I had to reload my page, and it's all shit. I got one. Uh, I have no idea how to pronounce this dude's name, but I have corresponded with him recently because he lives in Norway, and he bought a Boogie Monster shirt. Got Norwegians? I have no idea how to pronounce it. That shipping costs as much as the shirt. All right. Let me see. Let me ask you if you can pronounce his name. Are you looking at this? Look at... um, Look at one, two, three, four, five, uh, six, seven, eight, nine. Look at the ninth one down. Ninth? Yeah. The ninth a- one. A- Asley. Just read. Just read it. Asley Vinzeland. Nobody's paying for this anymore after this. Three or four ingredients, ten minutes. What do you make? 
Ooh, three or four ingredients. Dave question. Ten minutes. Three or four ingredients, ten minutes. What do I make? Fuck. Uh man, that's a good question. Three or four ingredients. A fucking goddamn omelet. I'll make a fucking omelet in ten minutes with three or four. Give me some eggs. Give me some some meat, some dairy, some veg. Boom. Fucking omelet. Always you can't go wrong with an omelet in ten minutes. Three ingredients. <clears throat> Asley, I'm gonna I'm gonna assume that K is silent. Vinsland. I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Have you done a hard boiled? Have you like razzle dazzled people with hard boiled eggs yet? I don't think so. Although I love a deviled egg. I love like a crazy, not just your typical deviled egg. That's what I'm saying. Like what out of the out of hard boiling egg, Uh taking the yolks, Mm -hmm. blending them up. Mm -hmm. What are you putting that blend? Oh well, you got the yolk. Uh, I would throw in some diced onion. I would throw in a little bit of really finely chopped garlic. I might throw in some sriracha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Might even do some diced ham. I'm on, I've seen it where there's a ham. I've seen it where there's like some a, mustard. A thinly sliced, very thinly sliced jalapeno on top of it. One of the best things I've ever had in my life. I was in uh, Chico, California. The Chico, Northern I California. Don't know of Chino way or to Chico? Say it, yeah. No, but I get Chino and Chico. Chico, Chico, California. Some bar right next door to the venue I played. Uh, had uh, pickled deviled eggs. Mm-hmm. They fucking pickled these goddamn eggs and then deviled them. And oh, I ate like three servings right before the show. Oh, I was tooting on stage. You ever fart during your set and just be like, "Deal with that, front row." Um, uh, Appleton, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the yeah, goddamn shit. I can't remember Cliffs, Cliffs, whatever Cliffs Club is up there. Yeah. I beefed so hard, and I felt it fall out. I felt it fall out of my ass like a heavy skirt. Do you think the front row smelled it? No, I, I watched it. I watched it. Find out about it. It, felt, it. Like it was like where I paused in my set in order to let it happen quietly because I was just overwhelmed. And it comes, kind of and I was like, "There's no way nobody's not going to know." And I'm still like. And you shift into that secondary, that autopilot thing about comedy, which I never like being in it, where you realize you're telling a joke that you know how it goes so well that it's just coming out of your mouth, but your mind is going like, well, like it, it, it happens a lot on the road, especially in a club we were at several nights in a row where like, mm-hmm. wow, man, where, where am I going to eat tonight? I'm hungry. Yeah. You know, where you're telling the joke, but you're disconnected it's an out of body experience yeah and that happened we're like all right here's uh, the next joke but i'm like this is a this is a wicked this is a wicked odor and then like off to the right because the stage is like an outcropping it's like this uh it's like this peninsula into the audience a bit and so i saw someone that i like in my peripheral just just sitting floor level so you know it just came out of my body and just fell low and hit like good disco fog, like disco fog where it just drops <laughs> and then and then just encompasses the floorboards. But the floorboards just led to face level of anybody sitting there. Uh-huh. And I just saw some woman real bad. <laughs> <laughs> and I wanted to be like, I'm so sorry. But I'm like, nope, we're in the bit. Finish it. And I'm sorry for what's happening to you people. Wow. Absolutely beefed so fucking hard. Oh, God. That's funny. Yeah. It was, uh, 
It was a real motherfucker. I kind of felt bad. Um, all right. What were you looking up while I did that? What was I looking up? I was just telling a thing. What do you mean? What was I? No, up? no. Right before that, I I don't know. You were doing something. I mean, I'm you were looking there. up something. I was I. Yeah. Fuck. I don't know, dude. Well, this is okay. This is what we got. Your turn. All right. Well, we got a lot of people asking what scares us, what's our creepiest paranormal experience. We've answered we've answered those questions. What is your favorite creature you've only discovered after starting the podcast? Huh. That's a good question. Or best shitty pizza. No, or somebody also asked what best chain chain pizza. Best chain pizza? Chain pizza, what scared you since you said I'm putting two. I'm putting two into one. Brandon Braden T, best shitty pizza. Brandon Boyer, what's your favorite creature you've only discovered? Brandon Braden, we're doubling up on the fucking 80s kid names. When done right, I like... Which, what creature would you like to deliver your most favorite shitty pizza? Well, let, I mean, let me combo these into a combo for yourself. Well, obviously Bigfoot. I would love it if Bigfoot okay. rang my doorbell. But that you discover from the podcast. Okay, that I discover from the um, I think Papa John is a skinwalker already, so that's my answer. When, when done right, I like, if they put enough cheese on it, I like a pan pizza hut. Only because nostalgia value... When I was in high school, every Friday was pizza day, and they would get – Pizza Hut would bring in like a couple hundred fucking pan uh, pepperoni pizzas. You but they were why. all – they were done well, like a lot of cheese, uh, cooked well enough, fucking mm. – Fuck you. you That's like, the worst pizza. You're out of your mind. You could ever order. Solid. That was the shittiest goddamn uh, pizza. I loved it. That existed. My fucking oh goddamn Deb, a lover. She'd always in Chicago. We live, live in Chicago. People just trying their goddamnedest to make quality pizza. I worked at one of those places. Getting Pizza Hut. Fucking what? I don't mind it. I don't mind it. Uttered, I ordered one. Two weeks ago on the road, like, what have I been hold? What what's my hang up? Garbage to this day. Really, I will place Pizza Hut at the fucking lowest ranking of all fast food. I will take a Little Caesars no. that somebody flipped over no. in front of me on a sidewalk You're over Pizza fucking Hut. Fucking dumb. Pizza Hut sucks my asshole. I will admit, I've had. Plenty of terrible pizza. Hut. I'm saying that pan pizza with a bunch of cheese pan pizza and they cook it enough. It's dog good. shit as is. It's good, dude. Pan pizza is like, oh, do you just want a lot of bread? Get more for your money. Fuck that. It's bread. You could just eat so? bread. You, you want to know what a pan pizza is? Eat a regular decent pizza, but also eat some fucking bread with it. For no, put it, Put the slice on a piece of bread for no reason. Okay. That's dumb. That's I'll dumb. I eat Domino's, and Domino's sucks. I eat Domino's a lot, sadly, because that's what delivers. Domino's. And Papa John's is like uh, like racist or something, so that's why I can't eat Papa John's. Domino's Brooklyn style, solid. Everybody forgets about that Brooklyn style. 
I get that crispy thin crust. That's like eating a fucking saltine cracker. Yeah. Chicago style. Get out of here. I hate it because I like Papa John's pizza. I, I don't mind it either. But, I used to work at Papa John's. But he's a racist. What is he? What, 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 what happened? Do? I don't know. What What did he do? I'm I here. don't know. He's a fucking idiot that... He's some, some right-wing fuck fight. Yeah. Uh, whatever. Look, well, if, 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 if your request is to... If, to support the cause you believe in, boycott Papa John's, like, hey, no, no water off my back. Mm-hmm. I, I'll get over it. It's not like you asked me to stop getting gasoline. I can skip. It's not like don't get pizza. Don't get Papa John's. Like, oh, I'll get some slightly less sweet sauce mm-hmm. over at another place. It's, but delivered by who? Uh, Bigfoot. Or yeah. who's a creature you've only discovered from the podcast? What have you discovered? You're already the knowledgeable one out of the two of us. Yeah, I kind of knew all this stuff before we even started. I to to make sure we we were recording this episode. (laughs) We are. We're a half hour in. I was like, shit, we've been talking for a while. Okay, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll alter the question a little bit. Not a creature. I, I've kind of. I'm kind of aware of all these creatures. A topic that I didn't didn't believe in at all prior to the podcast. Like I, I entertained it. It was. I liked it, but I just was like, nope, that's impossible. Until I did some real hardcore research on it. Time travel. <sighs> I always thought time travel was just you know some Back to the Future, some fiction bullshit. Well, when I started digging into it, I was like. Eh. That, so if a time traveler delivered your pizza, would it be a time traveler from the past or a time traveler from the future? Are you getting future pizza or past pizza? Are you getting organic ingredients the way they were meant to be Ooh. from 1955? Are you getting future pizza with new toppings and new synthetic flavors that people never thought of? Did they You're have- getting a pill that tastes like a pizza. No. No thanks. Did they have pizza in ancient Rome? Some old school artisan. I don't know when pizza was. Wasn't pizza invented in like Germany or some shit? I don't know. No idea. I'm saying what period of time. If time travels your guy, now you just inform the food as well. I'm thinking like who's showing up. Which, oh, fucking Wolfman's Papa John. But now you're going time travel. Now that that affects the meal. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Also, if it's a time travel, then go back to any point in time and pick whatever meal you'd want. Which meal would you like from any point in time? Hmm. Right now is the best we know about food. But do you think in the 50s there was something like farm fresh? There was no like processed synthetic shit. Do you think that's better or worse? Why do you think all processed food is so accepted? Because it doesn't taste bad and it's easy to get. Think about a time when you had to make every meal. Like why McDonald's was popular. Like, oh, I could just get something in a minute? Hmm. That's what was amazing to people. Now the fact that you have to cook food for yourself Mm -hmm. is mind-blowing. When that was the only option before. I think a couple hundred years ago, Italy, some old Italian grandma making some crazy Italian food. I'd like to give that a go. Dave wants an old Dago meal delivered by a time-traveling old Dago. 
Any uh, hate mail from that statement, you could just send it right to me. Uh, let's stick with the food topic real quick. Tim Parham asked a uh, question for Chicago Mothman. Uh, what is the best food drink combination? I have an answer. Food drink combination. You ever have like certain meals that you want a certain beverage with? I do. I don't. Uh, I don't drink beer with food. I can't drink alcohol with food. I can't drink liquor with food. I I hate liquor with food, but I will definitely drink a beer with food. The only beer I can drink food with is sushi. Really? Super cold beer and sushi. A nice but, piece of pizza um, and a beer? No good. No, I want I want the pizza. I don't want anything fucking with that. I get that, but I apply that to liquor. With beer, to, beer no, is a beverage to be, me. Liquor is a thing. But beer is also a beverage that's going to be my goal for thing. Okay. I, I will say um, it's a deep sea, like getting like like hot dogs or something, like or like an ice-cold root beer Okay. with some hot dogs, hot dogs and ham. Like, like a cold root beer with fast food, like American fast food. Okay. That's good. That's a combo for me. My version is really good Mexican food with really good uh, fountain Coca-Cola. Well, I agree with that. If I'm eating some good Mexican food, I want a, a nice tall glass with with the pellet ice. Pellet I'll, I'll, ice. I'll, I'll go you one further. Pellet ice. I want deep on that one. I want pellet ice. Pellet ice. Mm-hmm. That's like a Sonic Burger shit. Big styrofoam yes. cup. Yes. But like uh, if I'm being completely specific – Mexican food, pellet ice, Coca Cola, that shit ice in that plastic cup. Do you know what I'm talking about? Not, not oh, a the beat the beat to shit like old Pizza Hut Fud, when you Fuddruckers cup. Yes, yeah, if you, you dine in I at an old you. Pizza Hut, not a disposable fast food cup. No, the but beat the, to shit plastic pint. Yep, that you make that you make a suicide for yourself. Yep, that's what I want. I get. I want that pellet ice, Coca Cola. I want a combo. I want a burrito, taco, chili relleno, rice and beans, cheese dip. And I'm never gonna fight, even if it's something I don't eat like every few years. But like, cold glass of milk with like a dessert. I mean, that's not surprising anybody, but it just works. Homemade cookies. Yeah, it just works. Get out of here. Cold ass milk. Fuck yeah, cold. Cold ass ass milk milk with some. Cold ass milk. Something sweet. Look at Kyle coming in here with his cold ass milk. Look at Nilma's cold ass milk. <laughs> if you could Catherine Holland rank, if you could ghost hunt, visit a haunted site, or go to go cryptid hunting anywhere in the world, where would you go? Huh? Ooh, anywhere, anywhere. Ghost hunt, haunted site, or cryptid hunting? I'd like to go Bigfoot hunting. I'd like to go squatching up in Alaska. I would see squatching, but I would like it more in a rainforest, northern California environment. But I, but only because the aspect of like still camp, like I, just camping around uh, nothing mm-hmm. is already exciting. Like well, that's why I said Alaska. Way but Alaska is also shitty and cold. No, in the summer. Well, it's still shitty and cold. It's not shitty and cold in the summer. Is there a lot of Bigfoot in Alaska? Absolutely. All right, then probably that. I mean, if it's ghost hunting, I mean, I've been watching. Shout out to, uh, what was it? Sus- suspicious Suspicieries. What the fuck was that show? I was <laughs> what watching? was that stupid show we Scar- were watching? Scary, ha- scary Hauntings. What was that? It was on a uh, Curious. Curious Speculations. Curious Suspicions. 
There's some show that just should be called Ghost Bullies on Amazon, and it's fucking great. Because it's some fucking door guy from a nightclub sitting in boiler rooms going, I'll fucking fucking show you, I'll fucking fuck you up. Just to nothing. He's tough talking ghosts. He's, he's, he's giving the ghosts, he's really, he's really giving the ghosts what they need. But it's, there, there's so many, play, like, I like the outdoor camping aspect of mm-hmm. it. I like the secret spookiness of the outdoors. Mm-hmm. I would love to see, um, you know, like, cave, like I don't know if there's haunted caves, but I've been in, like, Mammoth Cave in Kentucky. That's just a spooky place in mm-hmm. general. And if you're already throwing ghosts on top of being in a spooky cave, like non-man-made structures, natural mm-hmm. places, like the Badlands. Mm-hmm. South Dakota Badlands, just being around there is already like, yeah, mm, the, just the what the earth is providing you, yeah, as a visual mm-hmm. is already ominous. It's not some spray painted, dingy kind of yeah abandoned hospital, which in its own right is scary. But I think natural occurring, creepy spots. I agree. I mean, forests, woodland areas, mm-hmm. the desert. You know, obviously, Southern California. It's easy to just fuck off to the Mojave or Death Valley or anything, and that's got its own. Outside of what the stories you hear about Vegas and them burying bodies all in the desert around. What's the ranch we did the Skinwalkers episode? What was that ranch? Oh, Skinwalker. Uh, well, ranch. Skinwalker Ranch, yeah. which uh, 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 Bigelow, mm-hmm. Robert Bigelow owns now, and mm-hmm. that's Utah. And I was in Moab a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago, or. Three or four weeks ago, same thing. Very, um, like, when you want to go into the Native American myths about yeah. what could exist and just looking at an area and going, all right, we're, we don't own this. Like, that was, that's, that, I, I appreciate that aspect of, like, we don't own this. Mm-hmm. None of this is ours. This belongs to the whole, the presence that we are. Mm-hmm. We're all part of this machine that's moving and exists. That's what created whatever created this valley out of a drop of water that became a river that is now a valley that's 600 feet deep. We're a minuscule dust fleck in that process. And understanding that and understanding that what lived when that was happening could, and the energy of everything that died. There's dinosaur tracks. We drove by dr- dinosaurs. Legit, like, oh, pull over on this road and look at where you can see the toes of a dinosaur footprint. Like a legit, like, oh, this dinosaurs roam these lands. Here's proof of it. Mm-hmm. You get a good con. I'm out there dicking around. I'm driving my Jeep over rocks and do cool, silly shit. Also, figuratively and literally, pump the brakes. Yeah. And understand that giant lizards roam these lands and we're fucking momentary in this existence so anyway to answer that anywhere with real isolation Catherine <laughs> Hollenbrake get all deep dude I, I mean, hey, hey, we're going we're going left we're going right with these questions Carla Carter asks I love all versions of your intros and have always been curious as to who the other voices belong to Several people have asked this question. Um, that's my good buddy, and I guess our good buddy, you know him, uh, Dave Willis. Mm-hmm. If that name doesn't ring a bell, he is the creator and many of the voices behind Aqua Teen Hunger Force and Squidbillies. Uh, he does He does Carl. That's Carl. Uh, somebody, A buddy asked me one time, he's like, hey, listen to the podcast. Who do you know that does a good Carl impression? Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's the real fucking, fucking Carl, fucking baby. Fucking Carl, dude. 
Yeah, I used to. Uh, you've done some voices on on those shows. I've done some right voices, on. and uh, yeah, Dave Willis, who voices uh, he does on Aqua Teen, he does Meatwad and Carl. And uh, when we were getting this off the ground, I just said, "Hey, man, you want to do some dumb intros for us?" And he goes, "Of course." And uh, yeah, fucking Carl, man, that's uh, it's the real Carl, the real Carl. You're hearing on some of these stupid intros that I put together. So yeah, there you go, Carla. Thank you. I'm gonna be in. A, I'm gonna be in a Netflix animated show. With uh, was it Dave Herman, Dave Sherman, Dan Herman, no Dave Herman, Dave Herman, guy know. who did uh, Master Shake. Oh, right, right, and, right. The uh, old lady in uh, Squidbillies. Okay, right on. Yeah, Master the, Shake, very yeah. funny. Oh man, I used to love that. Show. I, that, mm-hmm. that was cool about doing those voices. I was a fan of those shows before I even started doing comedy. Yeah, that was kind of exciting. Like, oh, I get Dave Wills doing intro. Like, what? Hold mm-hmm. on. Yeah. And uh, I used to, when I first met Dave, uh, long story, inside show business bullshit, he was producing a thing that I was involved in that never got off the ground. But we had some meetings, went out to dinner a couple times, uh, he and I and a couple other buddies. And uh, just and he would break in to meet Watt and Carl just in conversation. And being such a fan of that show, to see the real voice mm-hmm. come, coming out of the human being that created that, yeah, it that was so sense. trippy. Such a trip. It don't make no sense. I'm going to throw it over to Sarah Perez, who says, what are some of your favorite insults? Ooh, that's a good one. Do you one. go for creativity or simplicity? And or what is the most condescending nickname for a dude that would really get you fired up, i.e. girls get called sweetheart or cupcake, maybe guys get called son or sport? <clears throat> that's a great That's a great question. Goddamn good question. My favorite insult, uh, I've been doing this for about 10 years now. I don't know why. And now in this day and age, it's not politically correct. I mean, it's not, not racist oh, or anything. Oh, here we go. No. But, uh, man, um, suck my dick, idiot. That's been a fan of yours for a while. Suck my dick. That's been comma, a fan of yours for a while. I idiot. mean, you've been a fan of that for a while. I love just, hey, suck my dick, idiot. Like, suck my dick is a pretty harsh insult. But then to add on, idiot. Idiot as an insult has been like a... I when somebody steps back and uses when the when the when the swear or the curse is the adjective and then the noun insult is mm. a real easy term. Yeah, you know, like this guy's an asshole versus look at this fucking dork. Yeah, like well, so the adjective has nothing to do. The adjective's on you. Yeah, but it really pep. It really seasons yeah. the noun. But as far as like, oh, I, I just love it. I love a, I love it when somebody's highlighted without being insulted. Like, oh, look at you. Like, oh, you're that guy. Okay. Like when it's yeah. not, like when it's not insulting, but it's somebody going on paper. It's not an Oof. insult. Well, you're trying to be a showcase piece right now. Let's yeah. go for it. Yeah. And the, that that type of stuff gets me the best, but but it's only because somebody's already being such a piece of shit. Otherwise, it's case by case. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's really got to be specific. As far as nickname stuff, like son or sport, um, is that question? Is that something you would call somebody, or a, a no, name the, you in don't the, want in to Sarah's be called? Sarah's question is like. What nickname, what condescending nickname would get you really going the way like if girls, Oh, if somebody if, called you that. If somebody calls a girl a sweetheart gotcha. or a cupcake or guys get called son or sport or chief or something. Hmm. 
I, mean, I, I don't like it if anybody calls me bro. Hey, bro. Hey, go fuck yourself. I'm not your bro. Yeah, that's always just, that yeah, just sounds bro. dumb. Or, bro, or even worse, bruh. Yeah. What up, bruh? Bruh. I used to. I used what about to take. Bruh? What about like bruh? I used to Bruh-less. take offense to being called dog. I didn't like, like if you call What's me dog? dog. If you call me dog, that's fine. But like a stranger, like if I bump him to him on the sidewalk, hey, watch it, dog, or hey, dog, like well, fuck you, I'm not your dog. You don't know me. I think saying somebody saying a, a first name that's incorrect. <laughs> that's good. Well, watch yourself, Jake. <laughs> I'm not Jake. I'm not I don't Jake. give a fuck. Like you called somebody by a name that's not their name, and then yep. they correct you, and you're like, "I don't care." Fuckface is a good one. Look, look at this fuckface. Don't you watch? Why don't you watch where you're going, Larry? Who's Larry? You're Larry. Fuck you. <laughs> like when you can add a little bit of crazy to it, where people are like, "Oh, I'm not going to talk to you anymore because you might be, you might have all the screws loose." It's true. Anyway, let's, well, we got a fucking we're we're marinating on a lot. We got a lot of questions. Adam Pokraski asks, "What type of career do you do you two think you'd have if your life took a different path and you didn't end up being two of the world's greatest comics?" Okay, thanks, Adam. <laughs> That's a good question. What would you be doing if you weren't doing comedy? I would just be I would just be like a shitty warehouse manager. Really? I mean, I never found anything else that I wanted to have ambition to be good at. Hmm. But also, I've been on this track for... Yeah, early on. A long time, for 18, 19 years. Yeah. So I don't know another life. I don't Like, I, like I found a focus, and I was like, all right, this is going to be my focus. That's good. And if it wasn't this, I'm, I'm, I, in my head, I don't know if I would have found something else. I'm glad I found. I'm glad I found a focus. That's Some good. people don't find a focus. They're like, I'm, I'm going to just do a job and uh, make money, and mm-hmm. then they get while they're doing that job. That's when they meet somebody and they make, they have a family, and they're like, well, the job is the secondary thing, and the family and the kids are the joy mm-hmm. and the propellant yeah. in their life. Yeah. Whereas I don't have the kids and the, uh, I mean, I got the relationship, but I don't have the kids. My propellant is that I'm in a career that is never, like, can't, if I have any respect for it, can't become stale. And something that you love. Yeah, and is always going to be a challenge. Yeah, yeah. So it's never like, oh, i got to get up and do this. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, sometimes it is. But. Yeah. But it's always like, fuck, here's this thing that I've always been enticed by and allured by. Mm-hmm. And also, now it's my job. So I have to be allured by yeah. it. But, yeah, I don't even know, man. It's always a weird question. Yeah, I didn't find that. I, I didn't find that till later in life. I didn't start comedy till I was 29. So there was about 10 years there where I dabbled in some other stuff. I was, uh, I was a radio DJ for five years. I owned, I owned my own landscaping company for a few years. I was a tour manager for some rock bands. I did a... That's the thing, skipping around, finding out what it might be. I did another career that I don't want to talk about. Uh, Yeah, dropping hints. Should I reveal that right here? uh, I mean, we're drunk. (laughs) You can just say it, and then nothing else will ever, you never have to talk about it again. Or we can save it for a very special episode (laughs) when Arnold meets his real dad. Yeah, I had a career that was, I guess. It'll be a thing. You don't have to say it now. I'll say it on a little bit. 
Uh, I shouldn't tease. Dave used to be a farm stud. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why I had to be vegetarian for a while. I don't know how many weird Dave's fucking chimera kids I'm fucking out there. Half Dave, half cow. I got a lot of life experience. Put it that. I, I've done a lot of shit. All right, I'll leave it at that. Sam Thomason says if a person is bit by a werewolf, they turn into a big old fucking man-sized wolf, right? Yeah. What happens if a midget gets bit? Since they're littler people, would that translate into normal-sized wolves? Are all wolves midget werewolves? Or they turn into little corky-sized wolves? Finally, some, finally, somebody using the fucking Q&A for what it's supposed to be used for. Thank you, Tam, Tam Somerson, for a question. Yeah. The question that needed to be asking. What if you bit like a fucking retarded person and then the werewolf would be retarded? Oh, God. I mean, it worked for Blackula. Why wouldn't it work for werewolves? Oh, God. Sam Thomason just created a genre of film, which is werewolves bit by other... Well, it all depends... Well, okay. All right. Now it's a genetics thing. What's the werewolf? What's the first werewolf? If the first werewolf is a midget (laughs) and bites a regular-sized person, then you'd have a three-quarter-sized werewolf. That's true. Little person, sorry. <laughs> oh God, that's a good. That's oh, wait, it's a silly question, but technically, it's a good question. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't have an answer for that. It is a good question. I think you just turn into the body shape that you have, but like, what kind of DNA is passed from werewolf to human? Hmm. And if a little ass werewolf was coming after you, would you be that scared? <laughs> a corky sized werewolf. That's his words. That might uh, be scary. Like, think about that. Like, we I always fucking hate corgis. I feel like corgis have the face of dogs that know what they should be, and they're angry at their genetics. Hmm. I don't mind a corgi. I mean, they're nice, but I always feel bad. Like, you would be a cooler dog with bigger legs. That's true. Because you got that. You got the personality. Uh. That is crushing it. And if you could jump on a couch, you, you're fucking, your lifespan would be. <laughs> oh, I probably got into trouble. Good question. <clears throat> Did you already take a question from Sarah Perez? Yeah. Oh, she asked two questions. What's the other one? Eh, fuck it. One? Any ideas for a non traditional yet stellar new side dish to add to our usual Thanksgiving Day fair? Looking to make an effort this year. Well, I don't know where you reside, Sarah. But uh, this is one that often gets overlooked. Uh, my, my favorite side dish ever, fried okra. I don't know if you're familiar with fried okra, Sarah, but look into it. It, it gets a little messy. It involves you know, a lot of flour and you know egg wash and milk and whatnot. But, ooh, fried okra. Cannot get enough of fried okra. That would surprise my family. Mm-hmm. My parents, like, they have a problem with okra because it's sometimes slimy. Yeah, but if you fry that shit up, it ain't slimy. It's crispy. I might. Maybe I can make a sneak over to the house early and make a dish. You should. Pimento cheese. Mm. Love that pimento cheese. That's a good, put good that appetizer. On a, put that on a biscuit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mike, plain old Mike. 
goes, hey guys, talk a few times on the podcast about books. <laughs> yeah, once in a while. Not me, nerd. I'm just curious, what are your favorite books? Love the podcast, but nice stuff. Okay, thanks, Mike. It just says Mike. What's your favorite book ever, Dave? You got one? <sighs> Mine is Things I Like About America by Poe Ballantine. Hmm. Check out the author, Poe Ballantine. I can't say it enough. He's written very Bukowski-esque, wander, uh, well, well-written wanderer tales. Mm-hmm. But his last book is a murder mystery, hmm. true story murder mystery about his town that he lives in in Shadron, Nebraska. And I can't remember the name of the book offhand, but it's it's a good, like, <clears throat> out of nowhere, out of this guy writing great, just salt of the earth, mm-hmm. guy working in kitchens. Occasionally teaching, writing classes, fucking off his way through life. Huh. Has this murder mystery book as the last and the last that I know of in the in his books that he's written. Poe Ballantine, B A L L I N T I N E. I'll look into that. Yeah, I don't. Uh, and this makes me sound dumb. I don't read enough uh, fiction. I'm I'm a nonfiction guy. I am too. I've These read are all a, nonfiction. I love nonfiction stuff. I've read. Uh, I love biographies. But uh, a lot of true crime. Uh, Timothy McVeigh book I read recently. Yeah. Uh, I used to read a lot of uh, like mafia stuff. I read uh, Sammy the Bull Gravano's uh, yeah. book. The guy who ratted on John Gotti. Um, I yeah. always read like like musician mm-hmm. autobiography. Yeah, I read Johnny Cash's biography twice. That was that was very good. I read yeah. that once. I thought it was kind of like man, oh, right. I liked it. I mean, you know, I'm a huge slashes fan. was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I don't read enough fiction. I read some Philip Philip Roth stuff. Um buddy of mine turned me on to Philip Roth. Uh, what was that one? The Breasts. Something about a breast. I read that the one. The Breasts? Yeah, some I forgot which one that was. Is a book called The Breasts? Oh, it's a short story. Uh it's part of a bigger collection. But uh yeah, I need to read I gotta read more fiction. I know. I read <laughs> I did read uh years ago I got really immersed into the um uh, what is it? Um, fucking choose your own adventures. Nah, god damn it! What was it? The the Tom Hanks movie about the the Pope and the Holy Grail and all that shit. Castaway. No, you know what I'm talking about. Is it Dan Brown. Fucking uh, Indiana Jones. No, it was big about 15 years ago. Chris Brown. God damn it! They made a movie about it. He's the the Louvre in Paris and. God. Oh, bachelor party. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. It wasn't the one where you had the bachelor party at all those historic locations? You know what I'm talking about. And though? through the follies of their exploits, they actually uncovered clues about God. where the Holy Grail was buried. I can't believe I can't remember. <laughs> I read like two or three of those stupid books. Yeah, man. It's called fucking Tom Hanks and the quest for fucking... Nick the Dick. God damn it. If anybody's a deep cut Bachelor Party fan, they know the Nick the Dick reference. The fuck? The Da Vinci Code. God damn it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I read a couple of those books. Mm-hmm. That's probably the last fiction I've read. God damn. Da Vinci Code. Good. It was, it was good. I can't believe people are paying money for this. While I was reading it, though, this years ago, I was like, I, I there, was a, there was about a, the first week I got into it. I didn't. Re- I didn't realize it was fiction. It's like, man, this is crazy. This shit happened. I can't believe Tom Hanks <laughs> figured out how the Vikings got here. Oh god. 
<sighs> what else? You guys ever camp out for Black Friday? If so, did you get anything I good? I saw camp out. I was like, yeah, I camp. Austin um, Morrissey? Uh, no. I would never, I would never Fuck support. No. I would never support the idea. Fuck no. You know what? REI is an expensive place, but I love the fact that they're like, oh, Black Friday, we're closed. Really? Now, maybe it's that kind of Bill Hicks, like, oh, this guy's anti-marketing stance is very marketable. Uh-huh. But they're like, we're not open. Good go, for them. Go fuck. Go outside. Good for them. Go outside, please. Go outside. We're not open. We're not doing this shit. Go outside. Every year, that's their policy. Yeah, we're not open on Black Friday. That is one of the most embarrassing American things. Like, just <clears throat> is it American camping? or is it just a, a class a class level? Do they do it in other countries? I mean, I'm sure they do. But <clears throat> but all right. Imagine. Okay. You wait two hours for a chicken sandwich, Dave. Mm-hmm. Now imagine people like you only see the worst examples mm-hmm. online of people trampling each other in this. But mm-hmm. imagine the version of a bunch of people going like, "All right, we're just getting a bunch of drinks. We're gonna hang out in line to try and get some Christmas presents." Like, I wonder if there's places where Black Friday is the Howlin' Rays. Of capitalism, cap, hmm. cap, uh, shopping. <laughs> where it's like, what? I wonder if there's like a Walmart where it was like, nobody's gonna be a fucking idiot. We're all here. Like, this is just a weird thing that to do now. I wonder if that's a thing. Like, if that's a well, weird thing. It's sad that that's a tradition created by capitalism. As long as no I, punches are thrown. That's what I, I wonder if it's a, there's an amicable example that I can see. Yeah. As opposed to the, the, the abomination that you see of people trampling each other. You know, like just to <clears throat> save however much you save on yeah. bullshit. And also, laugh at all the people that you want, but blame the companies. Yeah. Blame the corporations True. that foster that behavior. Yeah. That bait the fucking poor and the people that that need these savings. Don't blame them. Blame the fucking assholes, the higher ups that 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 manifest that. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. That's who's at fault. Yeah. Never have. Never will. Fuck that shit. Camping though. Thanksgiving weekend was my weekend to get. Mm-hmm. When I wasn't seeing anybody, I'm like, oh, this is the weekend. Everybody's going to be doing family stuff or something. I'm going to the fuck out. Mm-hmm. I'm going to sit by myself in the woods. Here's one. Bobby Zaman. Have you ever heard of Donald Trump's... Hold on. Son Baron is a time traveler conspiracy theory. Really? What? I can't imagine anything about the Trump lineage is anything but... A masterminded ruse to distract. Like, if you want to talk about New World Order, Mm -hmm. I think Trump is the perfect distraction. For if you want to do something in America to undermine the American people, prime time. Mm -hmm. Not, Not by the government. Not through... Everybody's wrapped up in thinking the government's real and that... Trump's our pre- Trump's the fucking president. Mm-hmm. If that shouldn't give you any leeway into the fact that it's a f- sham, yeah, yeah, that's my proof that there's a new world order. Yeah, Trump's the president. Mm-hmm. A real, actual world wouldn't let that happen. Mm-hmm. 
And the fact that there's Russian meddling, that's not Russia meddling. It's the New World Order going, like, fucking handle it. So if anybody wants to fact check it, no, you voted for him. Yeah. You voted. You know why you voted? Because the other part of the New World Order got you to do that, you fucking idiots. How easily manipulated is the American public? Bunch of fucking dipshits. Boy, angry. Anyway, yes, cold milk and hot dogs. I don't know. That was, my, uh, that was my fucking. What do you got? You ever heard about Donald Trump's son being a time traveler? No, I never heard that. Um. What do you got, Dave? Um, we got a lot. Burr, burr, burr. How's Chick Fil A spelled? Uh, Bobby Zayman. How is it spelled? C H I C hyphen F I L hyphen A. I believe that's it. I don't think there's a K in that. Lee Singleton's going to be in L.A. for 3.5 days in February. Which restaurants are absolutely necessary to check out? Hmm. Well, Lee, if you're listening to this, you're not looking for some high-end shit. Yeah. We went to Langer's last week. It was delicious. Yes. It's in the middle of the fucking downtrodden MacArthur Park area. Mm -hmm. But, man, that is an old-school deli with sweet, sweet sandwiches. Yeah. They close at 4, so get there before that. And not open on the weekends. Not open on the weekends. Monday through Friday, uh, 10 to 4. Gus's Chicken, you probably got one by you at this point. So yeah. Dave would say Holland Ray. But if you're only here for 3.5 days, you're going to spend half of that whole trip waiting for a goddamn chicken sandwich. <laughs> Best so chicken I, sandwich. I wouldn't recommend it, but Dave would. Yeah, I think you got to check out Holland Ray's. Best chicken sandwich I've ever had in my life. Um, barbecue. I think you got to go with Bloodsos. Where Bloodsos we're going barbecue. Tomorrow. We're doing some uh, showbiz bullshit. We're meeting a guy tomorrow. A guy made the mistake of telling me he had his expense account. Don't we're, don't we're, say that, Dave. You're going to die. And he's going to have it on his cart. Whoever we wanted to go, I was like, "Fucking, we'll see you at Bloodsos." Bloodsos, some of the best barbecue I've ever had in my life. Which sounds crazy. I love that you're saying that about a place in L.A. Absolutely, it's that's a what bold, say. It's a bold move. A guy from Georgia saying that about an L.A. spot. It is fucking. What is their style over on there? On point. It's tech. Texas style. Texas style. The specialty is brisket, Texas style beef brisket. Their ribs are amazing. Pulled pork, eh, it's good, not great, but uh, mm-hmm. the uh, the ribs and the brisket worth the trip to uh, Blood Sows. Uh, you know what else I love? I love fucking ramen. I love a good, dumb bowl of ramen. Go cuckoo in uh, Lancashire is all vegetarian ramen. It's mm-hmm. my favorite place. Really? It's better than Silver Lake ramen? I mean, I don't. I'm not, I'm, again, there's a line. I'm not going to wait. Oh, this is not much of a line. Uh, it's, 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 it's North Hollywood. Never, nobody's dipping over there. And yeah. It's a great place that nobody goes to. Silver Lake Ramen, a lot of hype. Good, a lot of hype. Fucking that, uh, what is it? Tonkatsu, tonkatsu uh, pork ramen. Oh, shit. That's the shit. Uh, yeah, hit up uh, Gus's, uh, Hal and Ray's, Blood Sows. Um, get you some ramen. Anything else? I mean, I guess just uh, for the LA experience, you got to hit some Zanku. Get some Zanku chicken. Oh, shit. Some straight up shawarma. Yeah, yeah. some shawarma. Get Zanku or get El Wazir, which is right over there on Gower, which uh, was affectionately referred to by me and Rachel as uh, spider chicken because I was eating there one time and there was a spider right in my food. Wow. Uh, but I was like, it's a living spider. Yeah. Which means it's not like it's uh, old food. It's just mm-hmm. there's a living spider. I, it just, I kicked out the spider. I, I, I just ate the food. 
I pulled out a hair out of a hamburger the other day. Didn't skip a beat. You know what? I heard somebody – I walked into a place where somebody was doing a bit, which is a thing I was always thinking about should be a bit, so somebody already did it. But about the idea of being repulsed by a hair. What do I care? If you're a meat eater. Yeah. Like, oh, I can't believe this animal that's covered in hair that died and is filled with bones and guts and brains and a heart. And like, oh, there's a there's a hair on it. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's flesh that was covered in hair. How is that the repulsive part? I don't give a shit. How is that the repulsive part? Yeah. Or the fact that, oh, it's the hair from the chef. What do you mean the, 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 the chef that handled it with their hands that they touch everything else with as opposed to their hair mm-hmm. that they never touch that just fell out of their head? Yeah. It's a fucking idiot. It's an idiot's argument. Mm-hmm. Having a hair in your food and complaining about it is an idiot's fucking argument. Yep. You should be kicked out of a restaurant if you complain about a hair. Tony Brown has a question for you. T-Brown! Kyle, is your vehicle a Wrangler or a GC? My GC is the best car I've ever had over the past 45 years. 2015 Wrangler Rubicon, lots of mods. It's fucking already going to shit. Is it? Well, because I fucked with it too much. Mm. Well, this one, I wanted to answer this one. It's self-indulgent, but Ken Stapleton said he wants to get into mountain biking but doesn't know where to start. Any tips for buying that first bike? Red flags, look out for used bikes on Craigslist. Um... Just like just like a car, take a bike to a bike shop if you're buying a used bike. Just like a car. Say, listen, man, I'll give you – here's – listen, hold on to 100 bucks. I want to take this over to, my, to a bike shop and have them look over it and make sure it's all sound. And then 100 bucks and go to a deposit. Otherwise, you know – well, I don't know, that, that, that means you just got bought a bike for 100 bucks. Either, well, whatever. Work out a deal where you can get a, a bike shop mechanic to look at it. Uh, trail recommendations in the LA area, man. Just hit me up on Twitter. I'll get into you about it because that's all <laughs> I want to do. But uh, yeah, it's the, it's the most fun. It should be welcoming. It's not like a bro. There's some fucking chanchos on the hill, but usually everybody's pretty friendly, and it's an excuse to get into nature and also do some cool rad shit. Oh well, Ken. You know what? Fucking Ken. Find me on Twitter, personal account. Just hit me up in the messages, and we'll talk about it. I didn't need. I didn't need to waste any goddamn patrons' time with that. Chris Wicken asked Kyle. It looked like you Stop just. Stop asking me. Looks like you coasted through your appearance on Hot Ones, where you ate all those wings. As someone who's got a bottle of Blair's Megadeth sauce in their fridge, Indy knows what it can do. Do your taste buds even work? How was your experience there on the hot ones? I ate, I ate a lot of hot wings, a lot of hot sauces with vegan wings, which at the time I was dealing with my gout, and I loved how much in the comment section of the YouTube video uh, fucking dudes' balls fell out of their bodies because I ate uh, non-meat wings. Oh, right. I love just, like, hardcore dudes. Like, when somebody's such a, such a fucking bro... And then get they get bent out of shit that's so unbro like like that's the most unbro yeah is being bothered by shit that's unbro but uh, I was fine with it man I, I I like hot sauce hmm you can put a little dab on something I'll get it yeah yeah you I've been fan. fucking with Thai with Thai food hot sauce like oh, Mexican really? Mexican hot 
I can party. Wing hot, I can usually party. But Asian hot, Asian hot is a mysterious. Like, they don't fuck ordering them. food online where they can go mild, medium, spicy, or extra spicy. I'll just do spicy, and it is a fucking battle. Really? I got. I finished some shit today mm. that came in spicy. I love Thai food. And it was a fist fight. Yeah. Some Prick King, some of the green beans, which is a, like a hot curry paste. Ooh, you got a Thai food spot here? Uh, Bangkok. We ordered from Bangkok Street Food last night. Where's I think that's my. That was the place I liked the most. Where's that? I don't know. It was delivery. Oh, right, right, right. It was here. Yeah. It was here at the house. Gotcha. Let's get a fucking quit. Let's get some shit going on, man. Yeah. Uh, Steve Pascal asked, uh, Dave, has your girlfriend th- threatened to make you sleep outside yet? And is that really a threat for you anymore? Do you believe inside living will eventually make you soft? Uh, she has not uh, made me sleep outside yet. However, uh, after <laughs> – this is weird. Uh, after so much time in the van – uh-huh. And living alone, I find it hard to sleep in the same bed with another human being. You're like at the end of Castaway, where Tom Hanks just keeps flicking the light on and off. I sleep on the couch when I'm over there. Really? Yeah. I can't sleep with someone. I can't fucking cuddle while I'm trying to sleep. At what point is your life <laughs> harming your future experiences, Dave? What do you mean? Well, at what point are you just this fucking defrosted caveman who's shitting in the tub because you don't like the way the water moves in the toilet? Like, for your own well-being, man, we got to, like, you like you got to learn how to do these things, you know? Are you crying right now or laughing? What are you doing? <laughs> defrosted caveman. Like, yeah, man, you got to... It's fucking thought out mongoloid. You gotta learn how to do this shit, man. You gotta learn how to be part of the world. Okay. We gotta get you. You gotta. There's a nice lady. There's a nice lady who's accepting you, and you're sleeping on the couch like a fucking. I can't. I try. You know, I always start like a off. Fucking rescue dog. <laughs> I try. You I start sleep off under the sink for the first six months of the relationship. You gotta do. Come on, man. I try. I start off in the bed, and then just she's all over me, and I just and also for her sake, I'm afraid of just you know just wind th- three in the morning. I'm just breathing in her face. Oh yeah, well Rachel and I got over that. We got over that by her uh, uh, every week going. We need a king size bed. Yeah, that's the thing. Her bed's not very big. I think it's maybe a queen, maybe yeah. a, whatever a step down from yeah, that yeah, is. Yeah, we got to we got to get up. So we're just bed. all up on each other. I take up a lot of space. I'm a big dude. So usually, most times, I'm over there. I'll, I'll crash with her about once or twice a week, and uh, you know we'll, we'll start off over there in the bed and. Two or three in the morning, I wake up and I'm I've just. Learned. I know my. I know my little. I, mean, I know my territory. Yeah. When I'm really like, oh, here's some hard sleep. I turn my head away. Hmm. Because yeah, she didn't need that. She yeah. didn't need what's coming out of me. But usually, I just wake up and go sleep on the couch. Because uh, the other thing is, she doesn't have a TV in her bedroom. She got the TV. Got one TV out in the in the main room. Yeah. And I like to doze off to some some TV and. I do. That's what I did in here. Listen, yeah. to them goddamn idiots on a. Fucking uh, 
Mystery conspiracies, or whatever the fuck that was called. Yeah, what was the name of that? Uh, curious something. Curious suspicions. Yeah. Suspicious curiosities. It is nice when I stay over at her place. I don't have to schedule my shits. I mean, it's kind of a free for all. You just let loose. Yeah, just play it by ear. I've know? been using the squatty potty over here. Oh, it's got a toilet nearby. It's nice to have your own toilet nearby. That is <clears> the biggest, no pun intended, pain in the ass. About living in a van is not having your own toilet. Oh, Jesus. Dave. People at Albertsons know me. I'm like, I'm you know, like Norm at Cheers. Everybody's rooting for you. I'm good. You know I'm that. fine. I'm fine. I got this shit. Bradford Keaty. Kyle, if you can, if I bring you a Qdoba gift card at your Denver show, will you give it to Dave for me? Yes, he will. Well, unless there's a fucking Qdoba from when I see this fucking guy and you. There's not a Qdoba around here, though, by the way. All right, then good. Yeah, then I'll bring you a Qdoba bring gift it, card, I'll, I'll eat it on the road. I'll find a Qdoba. I like Qdoba. It's not the bad. Are we allowed to like Chipotle anymore? What's their deal? I love Chipotle. I like Chipotle. People shit on it, though. Why? I don't know. What E. coli or something or they're owned by McDonald's some, some or some shit. I don't know. You gotta eat somewhere, man. Yeah. Alright, well we got I think we got we got anything else? Anything else? Uh, we skimmed through most Somebody of these. Asked, did we ever watch the show Grim? No. no. Mm Tim Watson said watching Dead Dead Hands Dig Deep Now and it may just be the most disturbing thing I've ever seen. That's what I said. Where's that at? Hulu? Hulu. I gotta watch that. Tonight. I was not even eating. No, no question. Just said that's disturbing. TJ Partridge asked, "How long did it take for you to book a paid gig doing stand-up?" Ooh. Also, Dave, where did you never learn to search like this man? Never search for a paid gig. Yeah, that was my that was my quality control was just do it all the time and let mm-hmm. somebody else somebody going, "Hey, do you want to come to the show? I'll give you fifty bucks." Mm-hmm. What I was your ne- first paid gig? Um. There was a guy who did uh, like a like a like a like a a lake bar in Wisconsin, or no, I think just Northern Illinois, where it was like yeah, twenty five bucks or thirty bucks and free beer, free beer for a gig that's an hour away. Yeah, it's exactly my story. Twenty five bucks, an hour away, Athens, free Georgia. Beer and food, yeah. I was the only white comic on an urban show. Yeah, uh, it was probably like five or six uh, black comics, and then. And uh, I was also maybe the only white person in the building. Uh, yeah, but you got to take those gigs, man. Yeah, yeah. And if uh, I'm good, it should be good here too. Yeah, it was fun. I had a good time. That's how I felt. Like it should be good anywhere. Me and uh, Clayton English, my good buddy Clayton, who won mm-hmm. last Comic Standing a couple years ago. I remember that uh, he he was he was always nice to me early on. She's like, man, you good, you good, dude. Stick with this. I would I would purposely start going to like <clears throat> the all black shows. So I'm like, if I'm good, it should be good anyway. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. That's something I, I preach to younger comics is like, get good in front of all audiences. Because when you drive six hours to go feature for whomever, yeah. and, and you and that crowd ain't your crowd, guess what? You still got to fucking do the gig. Yeah, you already put the time in. And yeah. I, I, I bitch about now, like, oh, I don't like comedy clubs and this and that. Mm-hmm. Like, well... I still feel like, oh, I just came back from a comedy club this weekend. Like, yeah. Oh, I still got to, like, make people that just show up to a club. Yeah. I would still like to know that if they're open to it, I can get them. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get all of them. Mm-hmm. I don't care if I don't get all of them. But yeah. don't shy away from doing that. Yep. Um, but. Where did I learn to cook like this, man? I love to eat. I figured, why the fuck not learn how to cook? I don't understand that. You eat every day. Why not learn to cook some good shit? 
Is that it? Well, I got another. Ben, ben Steichleather says, uh, not a question, but hopefully a helpful tip. Heard you on another podcast not long ago talk about your love of going after earwax with a key. Fucking yeah. Even better than a key is one of those retractable metal antennas that has a tiny flying saucer-shaped disc on the end that were on radios and cordless phones back in the day. Ah. Scoops it up. Well, what? You know what he's talking about? Yeah, but, like, I'm not going to go get... That I'm not gonna go get vintage AV equipment. <laughs> ben Steichleather, man, that's a deep cut, dog. You ever do the ear candles? Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, is that where you just like you lay on your side and light a birthday candle in your ear? Well, it's not a birthday candle. It's like a big. It's about 12 inches long, and it's hollow on the inside, and it's like I don't have to describe it. It's um. I don't know. It's like a big hollow candle. Well, my answer is no. I haven't lit a candle on the side of I my have. head. Dude. Holy shit. Really? Yes. All right. You stick it in your ear, and you thread it through a paper plate. You you take a paper plate, cut a little X in the center. You, you, you shove the candle through the middle of it. You lay on your side. You stick the candle in there. The plate, what that does is it keep the candles sticking out 10, 12 inches from the plate. It's burning. It's going to ash and fall on your fucking face. The plate keeps the, the ashes from hitting your face. And, and it, it's a swirl effect. I There's, would rather find you jerking off with a belt around your neck than, than walking on you doing this. Dude, it's fascinating. All right. Uh, you, that, I'm not taking that away from it, but I don't ever want to see... You do it for about 10 minutes, right? It burns down. You, you do it till it burns down to the plate. You heat the inside of your mind up. Yes. And, dude, when you're done, the remaining part, the three inches that's sticking out from your ear before it hits the plate, when you're done, that three – because I said it's hollow, that three inches of candle, it's filled with fucking earwax. There's, and then you can cut it open with scissors – like a cigar, like like when you're trying to take a, a cigar and oh, cut it open and make a blunt out of it. Invented. I don't know, but it's fascinating. I had three inches of solid fucking earwax. It's it's some sort of swirl spiral effect that sucks it sucks it out of your ear and it gets caught into the inside of the earwax right, of the ear of the right candle. Now, right it's the now. most fascinating thing in the world. You gotta look up ear candles, and you're like, candles. "Holy shit! This was inside my fucking head." Pick out another question because I'm busy shopping for ear Dude. candles. Dude, right up in this piece. Oh man, it's a good time. Get the fuck out of here! Try it, dude. How do you guys pick the name for the show? Spencer Williams asked that question. That was that was your idea, there, Kyle. Yeah, that was me. I just thought uh, Boogie Monster's a good, uh, it's like it could mean like a dance party. Mm-hmm. I wanted to call it uh, another name that you coined. I wanted to call it Dipshittery. Honestly, in parentheses underneath the Boogie Monster, <laughs> Dipshittery would work very yeah. well. Uh, let's see, what else we got? Uh, Man, Amazon is stacked with ear candles. Dude, you gotta try it. And like I, it improved my hearing. 
like after I did it, I was it was it's like trumpet candle. Yeah, it's crazy. I definitely recommend the ear candle. It's weird, but it's pretty. It's pretty rad. I mean, I'll do weird shit. I've waxed my ears. I've waxed my. I'll get into it. But man, all right. Speaking of ears, man, have you noticed? Like speaking of ears, dude. Ever since I turned thirty ten years ago, like the outer ridge of my ear. Like every other day, I gotta pluck that shit. I got about seven or eight rogue hairs. Oh, I trim my ears all the time, dude. Do you pluck them or trim them? I trim. I just got little. I got the little clippers. I trim nose and ear, man. Oh man, I nose like to pluck ear, them. Dude. That's great, but that's that's so like I something get, I've only I get noticed on it. in in recent years. I think that's all, man. Did we hit them all? But, I mean, we hit a lot. We There's hit a, a lot, lot of repeats about what are we scared of this and that. We've uh-huh. answered them before. We'll answer them again. Not particularly in this one. Would we guys ever do an episode with last podcast on the left? I'd fucking happily if they'd have us. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> whoever wants to go mountain biking, just hit me up on Twitter. We'll figure it out. Yeah, man. I got nothing. What sparked your interest in the paranormal? Any specific event or experience or person? I've like, answered that I, question before. Yeah, when I was in grade school, there's just the one shelf of like vampires, mummies, and ghosts, true story books. And I just remember, I just liked that shelf. Mm-hmm. And I got excited whenever a new book was added to that shelf. Because the nice. same thing, like, well, fiction's scary, but I also want to know about what's real in this world. I'm in this world. I want to know about what's in this world. And so even though it was probably made up anyway it was under the guise that it was real mine was also a book uh third grade choose your own adventure the bigfoot one which by the way whoever it was i forgot a listener mailed me that fucking book about six months ago i appreciate that shit but yeah choose your own adventure bigfoot book first time i'd ever even heard of a bigfoot i was like wait what there's like a big fucking gorilla in the woods that's not a gorilla okay I've been hooked ever since. Well, <sighs> did we do it? I think we did. Sincere thank you to all you guys. Uh, we're not very sincere often on this show, but I don't know what you're fucking talking about. I'm sincere all the goddamn time. Yeah, you're you're, you're sincere as shit. I'm fucking real, like nobody but fucking knows. Seriously, thank Fuck. thank you guys. Uh, really appreciate your four bucks a month, and and. We're, ah, it's too late to do it this time. And next next time, uh, fuck up? the the folks who go above and beyond, we got several, ten and twelve and eight and fourteen dollar <sighs> a month. Wrong with you? Yeah, thank you guys going above and beyond. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, certainly do appreciate it. And uh, yeah, holler at us anytime. Boogie Monster Podcast at Gmail. You can find me on all the other platforms. I try to respond to to everybody unless you're. Peckerhead. Dave's at the helm of the yeah. social meads. And I, of the social meads. You know what I have done recently? This is fun. Speaking of the insult, suck my dick, idiot. Yeah. Uh, I think a couple episodes ago, I was kind of bitching and ranting about people who will. Um, you get riled. You get riled a little bit for being in charge of the social meads. You get pretty uh, turned up. People who will just uh, like send me shit like with no introduction or whatever. So I, since then, I've had several people be like, like tiptoe into it like hey dave i heard the episode last week where you get annoyed at people I, I who've seen some and, very like and i just Bye-bye. just want to let you know i hope it's okay that i contacted you <laughs> i hope it, they said i hope it's okay that i'm contacting you uh, i just
just want to let you know that that I really enjoy the show, and you and Kyle are great, and blah blah. And what I'm about to say is best used when they're being overly nice and overly complimentary. But two or three times recently, I've responded to those type of emails with "suck my dick, idiot," and then I'll just let it sit for a beat, and they're like, "That's old classic." Yeah, and then and then like 30 seconds later, I'll respond, "JK, you know, no, of course." And then they're like, "Gave away the secret," and then they're like, "Oh man, I really thought you were." I was being the nicest I could be, and you guys are still dicks. You're still dicks. A couple people have fallen victim to that ruse recently, and uh, yeah, it's good. I'm just, obviously, just kidding. But uh, yeah, man, thanks for thanks for everything. Keep in touch. Holler at us anytime. Uh, every month we do this. Uh, also, we do Dave's Kitchen. Might be changing up Dave's Kitchen uh, just no, a little bit soon. Just, Maybe. You, you, you got plans. I got some surprises up my sleeve, so we'll see how that works. But uh, yeah, that's it. Thanks, guys. Every Tuesday, we'll see you. Uh, we'll see you. God bless know. all y'all's families. Yeah, and have a, have a good Thanksgiving. All right. Bye bye. The Boogie Monster. Oh,